0: right we've been talking about ascension sorry I've got to just open this one because this one's like reading through a Ned Kelly helmet all right it's just a phone all right hang on just see if they sync up so when we were uh, because Daryl and I talked about it because we just felt like some ministry in the midst of the worship Uh, and, and he started to engage that and then like this and then he started talking about Joseph and Daniel, which is completely on point. Um, so this is what I, I could feel in the atmosphere. Now, if, if I, this is not on the list there, but are you able to find Philippians chapter 4, verses four to seven? And this is just what I think, just so Philippians chapter 4, verses four to seven, I'll wait till you get, get it uh, up on the screen. Philippians 4, verses four to seven. I felt this in the spirit. <coughs> We've been talking about ascension. We've been talking about Ascension and and this is really important. It says, rejoice in the Lord always. That's, uh, uh. what do you mean by always? Come on, let's just just pause this. Do we really do that? We don't. (laughs) But I want my stuff. And Lord goes, well, just keep rejoicing. And it's like, just it's straight up. Really like, because what happens, we've got to understand the Lord says, if, and the if's always on, not on His end, on our end. So this is something we have to cultivate. Rejoice in the Lord whenever it suits. Rejoice in the Lord when you feel a pull into the melody. Um, rejoice in the Lord when, you know, it doesn't work that way. I've had to train myself. I, I just, I just like... I've done the whole praise You Lord, praise You Lord, praise You Lord, and I've become so bored of myself. I reckon the Lord was bored with me. Praise You Lord, thank You Jesus, thank You Jesus, praise You Lord. I mean, how many times can you say that? And so I had to actually develop a praising vocabulary and it was called the Book of Psalms. And I had to find out what, 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 what David and the angelic and the realm of the Spirit was going, wow! And then I, I sort of like saddled up and then my life got a lot more interesting. Because then what happens is that you start to, you know, Paul, he goes according to, when he's writing his letters, he goes according to my gospel. Is it the gospel or is it your gospel? So once you own it, and, and, and so you can take the Psalms and you can make a part of your story. So it says, rejoice in the Lord always. And again, I say, rejoice. Let your gentleness be known to all men. Uh, the Lord, now, this, <laughs> we were talking about the kingdom of heaven is at hand. That the sense of imminence, that timeless dimension, lives on the inside of you. It's not like it's not perpetually thousands of years ago. It's on the verge. It's actually it's actually that close to you. So this is this is the reason: is the kingdom of heaven doesn't come with observation passively one day and and going through the prophetic watch checklist and and the the, the you know watchman on the wall. It's actually like the Lord is at hand, and we ha- we lay a hold of him now. Okay. So it says, rejoice in the Lord always. Uh, 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 And this is one I always practice, your gentleness, uh, let your gentleness be known to all men. Uh, The Lord is at hand. Go to the next one, please. Here we go. Be anxious for nothing, but in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God and the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding will guard your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus. Go back that one verse, please. Be anxious for nothing. Now, we've been talking about, and we'll just keep that up, we've been talking about uh, about ascension and weights. I think something that we habitually do is, is anxiety. We worry about things. And if you sat down, if you talked about like, this is, this, is, this is just real real life, real stuff. If you were to sit down and go, okay, if you meditate on Scripture, it will change your life. And you, you hold a thought and then it starts to move because nothing's static, right? You can, you can hold a picture, right? Um, we're just not, we're, we're, you know, there's so much electronic stimulation that, that we've forgotten the art of what it is to be still and be quiet just with God. Because, it, because if we're always stimulation driven, we actually don't build muscle on the inside. We're always waiting for an external stimulation. So if you were to go, okay, we're gonna take Scripture, we're gonna pull it apart, we're gonna chew and meditate on it, it's the key. It's more key than reading the Bible. Reading the Bible gets it in your head, but it doesn't get it in your heart. Meditation gets it in your heart and you're going, wow, that's really, And oh, I, know, I really struggle with that. No, 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 everyone meditates. And most people, it's called worry. Is you rehearse the future that hasn't happened yet, And you don't give room for God to jump in there. And then I'm gonna say something. Um, And I think I can make a general statement. I believe that if you are worried about something that you're believing for, I can almost guarantee you won't get it. If you're anxious about something whether it be breakthrough or financial provision or whatever, if there's anxiety, that anxiety has a stronger gravitational pull than you believing Jehovah Jireh. That's a big statement. You start to analyse it, you know, and, and I think that like the, the the demonic is like if, if something works with a certain individual, they're just gonna keep doing it, just make people anxious. And then everything's leavened out. And what happens is that, is that Faith is powered by, by uh, love and anxiety is probably like, the little, probably like the little cousin of fear. It really, really is and it's basically saying, God, you, you either can't or you won't. So it says, is it, this is actually not a suggestion. This is not Anthony Robbins writing something down and, 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 and you know, it, it, this is actually a commandment. Be anxious for no things. Psalm 37 says, do not fret, it only causes harm. Now, I'm saying this in relationship to provision. Tonight specifically, I feel something around provision. There's people in, I could can, I can feel that pulling on the atmosphere. And so, uh, and so it says, be anxious for nothing, but what we're called to do is we're called to praise God. Now, this is really, really interesting. Now, uh, we were talking about ascension. So we don't like jumping up where God is. What we, what we need to do learn is to worship in spirit and in truth. I wanna talk about entering his gates with thanksgiving His courts of praise in a moment. But in Christ, the default is ascension. Jesus couldn't be held by the grave, the spirit of holiness, it resurrected him, the power of God. Children play outside the gates of heaven. You know, we've had testimonies about my kids when they were younger, et cetera. And so we're talking about things that weigh you down. Sin weighs you down. It says in remember, weighing you down isn't just heavy; it stops ascension. So it says in, in in Hebrews chapter twelve, it says fixing it says let's cast aside all the sin that everything that everything that so easily entangles and ensnares and everything that weights, weighs us down. You know, there are things that weigh people down that's not necessarily sin. You know, and and I like and I just I, and this is this is anecdotal, but this is how I was raised. My mum was a nurse. And every new find or fact or thing through experts in the medical field, she'd say like this, you know, this gives you cancer, this gives you cancer, this gives, my mum had a gripping fear of cancer. She kept talking about it. And that's what happened to her. Yeah, remember, remember we're made in God's image and we're called to create. And it says, I oh, will magnify the Lord. If you, if, if you magnify anxiety, you actually cause it to grow and turn into a giant. And, it's, and this, is, this is, it says, be anxious for nothing. So that the antidote is actually praising God. You go, okay, so, all right, here's the deal. I'm gonna I draw a picture and I'm gonna share something that the Lord showed my wife, I think last year. Powerful, powerful revelation. So you go, okay, so I have anxiety, right? It says, praise God and the peace of God will guard my heart. Yep, that's a really good start. Now, don't, don't, don't get me wrong, like the peace of God isn't just like relaxing. We're talking like insane restful bliss where believing things are easy, okay? Now, this is, like I said, this is none of this was, this is, just came at the back end of that, that first part of worship. So, so you go, all right, so I've got this anxiety, but, but, but it just can't help it. You know, you know, like some of us have been worried so long, we don't even, can't even remember when we weren't worried. And then what happens is, as pressure comes, and it's sort of like, and, 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 and I, I personally believe that when the Bible talks about fiery trials, there's not many people getting chucked in ovens, you know, for like Daniel, right? It's actually in the spirit, when you go through pressure, you're going through fire. So pressure is actually a real thing. Okay, in the spirit, you could, it could be the demonic or whatever, but then we perceive it and then we start to magnify it. So you go, all right, so, so be anxious for no thing, but I have needs. And the Lord says, hey, make sure you let your, your request know with thanksgiving and supplication. And then the peace of God, and so, so we disassociate. No, that's not what it's about. This is really important. Because basically, now this is, this is, now I'm gonna give you my opinion and I know you're not asking for it, so bad luck. I, I believe that many governments are in lockstep with one another now. And so I, 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 have, I have a theory that every time Scott Morrison would go overseas and come back, he'd come back a different person. And then you've got Anthony overseasies, right? <laughs> what are we gonna get? And so what you've got is you've got this lockstep agreement of this ideology that really is to make life hard for people financially. You can't get, we're talking like, you have gotta be a special kind of stupid to think this is just an organic rollout, it's actually engineered and there's an ideology behind it, okay? Uh, It's nasty stuff. So what we have now, we're in a real battle for, for provision but we can't get put into the anxiety. So what we have here is, is God says, make sure you rejoice in the Lord always. And again, I said rejoice. We're talking about ascension. And this is like an absolutely, like I said, this thing I'll share, Rachel got revealed to her uh, uh, last year. It's absolutely brilliant. And it's completely about ascension. But what we have is that um, ascension is, well, you can't like, uh, 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 it's not, not about necessarily floating up. It's actually an inward reality and it's connected to the glory and it's connected to to manifest holiness and it's connected to the the, the realms of heaven. But I did give you some scriptures. I'm going to look at Psalm 100 verses three to five. Amazing, Psalm 100 verses three to five. Knowing that the Lord, He is God, it is He who made us and not we ourselves. We are His people and the sheep of His pasture Enter into his gates with thanksgiving, and into his courts with praise, and be thankful to him, and bless his name. For the Lord is good; his mercy is everlasting, and his truth endures to all, all generations. Is that the last? Is that the last bit of it? Yep, it is. So let's go back to uh, yeah, go to the top. It says, um, "Know that the Lord he is God; he has made us." and not we ourselves, we are His people in the sheep of His pasture, the next one. He says, enter His gates with thanksgiving and His courts of praise. Be, and we're gonna say, keep it on this, be thankful to Him and bless His name. Okay, so I find it really, really interesting how the Bible was written. You got divine inspiration, actually says it's God breathed. It's not just any book. Now what you have is there's a lot of anointed books out there. They're anointed, I've read books, they, they, they activate me. I'm a massive fan of Anna Mendez, okay, she's amazing and Emerson also as well, and many other authors, right? Now, what happens, they're anointed, but are they God breathed? Well, I don't know. I understand a lot like, is God breathed the anointing? You know, I don't necessarily wanna go there, but it talks, about, it talks about in Timothy that all Scripture, all Scripture, right, is actually profitable to study, to pull apart for everything right and so generally speaking I I, whether it's got crumbly shoulders or it's binary or whatever there's a generally agreed upon canon of scripture and I go when someone was writing did they know it was going to become scripture what level of inspiration and so I find that interesting because this is I mean it's so incredible you've got a book written thousands of years ago and it's as relevant today as it was back then and then you've got even to make allowances for the translations and the different cultural perspectives, or well, not perspectives. The way they, they don't quite line up, right? It's just incredible. It's, it's, it's it is written by the Lord. Now, what happens is Scripture. It says uh, 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 it's not of private interpretation. It says it in Second Peter chapter one. But what you do have is you've got layers. So whenever someone wrote. So under the inspiration of the Holy Ghost, and it became canon Scripture, whether it was a sum or whatever. Did they have full understanding of what they were writing, or they were just sort of like you know the you know the laws like moving their hand a bit? So I think that it's different in every case. I believe these people, obviously John and others, they had these incredible encounters and they wrote what they saw. They whether or you know they dictated to a scribe. Now, why what, what, in some cases? Someone wrote under inspiration, but they didn't get the full enchilada. And because you know, it took decades and centuries and, and thousands of years to unfold and unpack because it's so deep. From the Song of Songs all the way through. Now, what, you ha- what I'm blown away with is it says, I'll enter his gates with thanksgiving as courts of praise. And the obvious is the, is, 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 you know, the t- Moses' tabernacle or, the, or Solomon's temple. But I'll enter his gates with thanksgiving This is what I have found. This is what the Lord taught me. He said, when you praise God, it actually, even though you're physically standing still, when you praise the Lord, you get transported. You're not walking somewhere. You're not walking north, south, east, east, west or jumping up. You're actually going into a dimension of the Spirit. If you're standing your seat, you're not going anywhere. But if you're praising God, you're going to dimensions. So we have to learn what it is to praise the Lord. So, you, so, so I would say you're ascending. And sometimes we go, "Oh, I'm not really to praise. I'm, I'm a low energy person. I'm, I'm really rubbish at dancing, you know. And plus, I can't even clap on time. Just do your best. God looks at the heart. Okay. Now, all right. So, but you, we have to praise God. It says, I'll oh, bless the Lord at all times His praise shall continually be in my mouth. It says, enter His gates with thanksgiving. If you want to enter into God's presence, into His very presence, learn to praise Him. Learn to praise Him. And, and, and you know, uh, I'm gonna be really racist now. You ready? White people aren't great at praising. I'm sorry, because they haven't worked out they've got this thing under their head called a body. Like, what do I do with this? Mm, this is a bit weird. Oh, my hip, you know, and so, <coughs> and, <laughs> and so, racist! anyway, get healed. Um, hey, I resemble that. So anyway, I, I, so we have to learn to praise God and we have to actually work on it. Did you know there are different graces? Actually, uh, Paul said to, to, in the, to the Corinthians, in the 2nd Corinthians, he said, you've excelled in all these other graces, now let ex- excel in the grace of giving. Giving's a grace. Is, uh, uh, believing is a grace, but praising God is a grace. And you've got people, they don't praise God, they mm, where's my breakthrough? It ain't coming, sorry, sorry. And the degree of anxiety you have is a degree of something blocking that happening. So we need to know that, that, that this is what's so important, is that, is that the anxiety is worse than the problem every time. Every time, and you go, oh. When you start to like that dichotomy, that yeah, it's true, because the Bible says more about the Bible says trials—they're going to come and go. Oh, anxiety will kill you, and then you go, oh my gosh. So when you start to go, the, the, the see, all provision is easy for God, but He says, "Cast your cares upon Him, for He cares for you." That's getting rid of your anxiety. And that's, that's, do you know what that is? That's warfare, because it actually says, it says the peace of God will guard your heart. The peace of God that surpasses all understanding will guard your heart. And so it's got a military sense in that, in that, in, in that Greek vernacular. So, so when you go, okay, I have provision issues, right? I guarantee, right, is, is that, I'm saying right, I like, like, right, 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 like I'm working in a fish and chip shop. Okay, sorry, right, 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 okay. <laughs> look on me, look on me. Um, all right. So this this anxiety thing is a real problem and the Lord says, praise me. And, and we've, got, we've got to learn to develop it. We've got to learn to develop it. We really have. The, uh, um, so many new faces. Before uh, we're, talking, we're talking about ascension, but when Adam and I went to the southern Philippines, there was this guy, man, he was happy. He was happy. And we called him. Yeah, he, he lived in Southern uh, uh, Philippines, uh, I think either General Santos or South Catabato. Very dangerous, you're always gonna get trucks and cars pulled over and they're, they're gonna shoot you. There was, a, there was a, we know of a guy who used to go down there, his name was Reg and uh, <coughs> very, very modern name. And, uh, <coughs> and you go to a church and he's going there and it's on the side of a mountain and it's got like a massive net over it. This is the sort of people do church. What's the net for? He goes, Oh, you know, that's to stop the hand grenades. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So, stop the hand grenades. So, anyway, <laughs> yeah, yeah, because he kept blowing holes in the roof. And so, and you get, yeah, I know. This is Southern Philippines. So, so we, we bumped into this, this guy at a conference, and we like, he lived down there, and we called him Johnny Dangerously. So happy, so happy, anointing, right? And I remember, like, like all of a sudden, you've got this. You got this um, a, a conference that we were doing. I can't remember the subject matter, but it was an altar call. And the altar call had a level of sort of like seriousness about it, you know. You know, everyone, everyone sort of looks really relaxed until you, I'm gonna come forward if you really got a hectic lust problem. <laughs> everyone just disassociates and they put on their Inviso shield. <laughs> sort of... <laughs> And then six months later, when they want breakthrough, they Lord, Lord, I got st- I got stuck behind the shield. You can't see me. No one can see me. And so where's the favour? So so it was it was just like actually there were yeah anyway, <laughs> ping okay. So so he's given this he's given this this altar call and they give the microphone to him, and he starts doing this hectically gooby Pentecostal two-step. I'm going, no, because it was our conference. No, 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 like this. Glory starts falling. Yes, yes. <laughs> <laughs> People coming forward like, you know, I'm going, all right, who is this guy? And he starts telling how he, he and he's just praising God, just, just and, and basically he was in a truck, uh, in a bus, and he's going, so you've got to understand, I've been in these places where you've got jungle either side of you. So it's not like Australia can go, you know, you can see things coming from ages away, you know, and it's sort of like, all of a sudden it's sort of like, you know, you've got to t- tear surprise. Well, that's what happened. And they, these, these, this gang with guns, um, <coughs> they basically told everyone to get off and they said, okay, <coughs> um, who's a Muslim here? Right, you're free to go. <coughs> okay, who's a Christian? You stay here, rob the Christian, line them all up. And then what happened is they just start like shooting the whole. And he's there, he's there in this like group of people. He just starts praising God. He starts praising God, you know. And people go, oh, that's you know." Can you imagine sort of like you know hear these stories? You know what that so and so died believing God. Well, is there any other way to die? Anyway, so so basically, is it like, like he tells us? And this is like. Gosh, this is pre two thousand, and I can't remember. Uh, 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 it was it literally he was before it. He was describing the movie The Matrix before The Matrix was made. He said everything slowed down. He's praising God, and he could see stuff happening in slow motion. Next thing he knows is that he's the only one there, and the two the men look at him terrified, and they drop their guns and run off. Right, and so so the Holy Ghost. Uh Hallelujah! We don't understand the power of the kingdom because we refuse to praise God. You know, and we have to train ourselves in it because we're just so passive. So he he was he was brilliant at that. So what I did is that when I praise God, I expect to go somewhere. I expect to ascend. Now, I mean, I have always used that language, but I praise to. I mean, praise. I I, I praise to, to 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 connect with the Lord. I do. And then in my, just my casual, I just say, thank you, Lord, and whatever. And I've got, I wouldn't say I've got a temper, but I get upset with myself. I get upset with myself and I say, you know, stupid things over myself. Had to train my kids to not do that, you know, because I've been a, such a wonderful example. But you know, I get, you, you, you do something clumsy, you like this, you go, hallelujah, you curse yourself. And you have, to train, you have to train your speech and what comes out your mouth. You can't have fresh and bitter. It starts, you know, then it's sort of a brackish. And so um, you have to train yourself. So I then started to, the Lord spoke to me and He said, look, I'm gonna bring a season in your life that you won't be able to get through it unless you praise me through it. I come in this sanctuary, I had a series of visions. And I had to praise God and He would wake me up in the morning. And I think my I think my life was on the line, to be honest. And I just, yeah, but I'm still here. And so <laughs> and so, so something changed over whether it was an accusation or an assignment. But I learned to praise God. And I learned that when you praise God, you actually ascend. And I would spend sometimes two or three hours praising God. And I'd go, God, you know me. I'm doing my best. Like my vocabulary is rubbish. And so I will just like with a Bible like this. Yeah, cool, I like that one, praise you, read it, yeah. I just developed it. And it's part of me now, I ate the scroll, it's part of my. Now, I've seen incredible things happen in the area because I, I, I'm not meant to just, for me as a bachelor or me as a head of a household, it's way more expansive than that. I have to believe. If the if the provision ain't there, it's on me. And you're going well. That's a bit. Well, that's just the way it is. I'm okay with it. <laughs> I am. You know, sort of like moon time, moon time, moon time, moon ta. I was battling anxiety. Right. It was. Is it? Oh my goodness. Yeah. Exactly. I bleed red. So, 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 uh, uh, um, I, I would. I was woken up by spirits a fair few times. And it's sort of like. But that that's on. That's that's the way the Lord's designed it. Uh, Leaders meant to lead. And so anyway. So what happened is that I have seen, it's, I, I realised that rather than going, I gotta get the provision, the Lord says, you do, but make sure you kill anxiety. Anxiety is the blocker, that's the thing. Because it's got a gravitational pull, it'll stop you from ascending. You can be in a meeting with a glory and you're going, mm, I've got a parking ticket, I've got to pay tomorrow, you know, like just the most stupid thing. Because I've got one right at the moment, anyway. <laughs> Anyway, so all right. now, Psalm 22:3. this is important, because this is where, where it all converges. but you are Holy Lord, enthroned on the praises of, people, of, of, of Israel, praises of your people. When you praise God, you enter His gates with thanksgiving, but then you actually come into a dimension, whether we call it the cloud or not, where God is. This is really important. it's ascended. Now, we're, gonna be, we're about to land the plane. I'm not, I don't feel to embellish it anymore. So, all right, tonight is, is a provision thing. Now, we've got some pre-recorded pads, just get them ready if you can. Um, Holy Ghost, all right. I've been to talk about ascension. Outside of the sons of God, the Ecclesia and the Holy Ghost, there's a dying planet. God doesn't want it to die. Right, he wants all of, crea- all of creation to go. Come on, sons, come on. You know, Adrian and going to talk about that. So, what we what we need to do is we need to understand in Christ we got everything. It ex- it actually says so in Christ is not some, just some sort of like blissful, disassociated, wafty ether, sort of like a you know a nice feeling. It actually says that everything we need is is in an ascent, the ascended place in Christ. You're already in Christ. But we've been talking about dealing with the weights and the negative gravitational pull, all right? For those who've been listening to the Sundays that we've been having. And this is, this is so important because it says we are already blessed with every spiritual blessing in the heavenly places in Christ. Everything comes from the Spirit first. You're already blessed. So the thing you're anxious about, God said, you already have it. It actually says in Colossians that He's head of all principality and power and you're already complete in Him. You already have it, so the anxiety thing is 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 the see. It's one thing for a demon to do this. It's another thing to meditate, and it becomes part of your inner fabric. And then you got to go, you man. I've got to renounce this, and I've got to start to praise God. And you know what? Did you know that you you're the most powerful prophet you'll ever hear. Get the most epic word at a conference, and then you whinge, 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 undo it, undo it, undo it. Negative confession. You could have God appear in a pillar of cloud and a pillar of fire, and even part of the Red Sea, and your complaining will stop your destiny. Oh yeah, that sounds familiar. Anyway, so so we need to know that ascension is indispensable to provision. So we have to deal with anxiety. So it's only mentioned once in the Bible, when it's called Jehovah Jireh. So that's a hectic story, we've all seen memes about it when, when, you know, Isaac's expression when he came back off the mountain. Anyway, so, so the Lord said, Abraham, He goes, you know your son, the promised son, the son you love? And you just get rubbing it in. He says, we're gonna go, come to the mountain and Abraham knew what was gonna happen. And that's it's hectic, you know, like I said, get offended, you know, there's so many like people, I mean, I've I heard one of the most powerful words I've heard in years and it was actually Bill Johnson, uh, a week ago, I think a week ago after the loss of his wife. And he says, you know, people who are backslidden in their heart, they question God. Like as in, yes, there's a questioning in faith like Job, don't get me wrong, but just that sort of like, you go, well, that story about Abraham and Isaac, hey, you know what? When we start getting that sort of in that sort of like vicinity of spirituality, we'll understand a little bit more. Right? And you know what? Abraham pretty much thought, God's going to raise him from the dead. This is the way he's going to do it. Now, what's interesting is that Abraham and Isaac, and he goes, well, you know, where the, they go, where, where's, the, where's the sacrifice? They're, literally, they're going up the mountain. Okay? And I believe it's the space because it's really interesting where Jacob had his dream, Jacob's ladder. Uh, uh, angels ascending and descending, and you've got the, um, uh, the 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 house of the house of God in the gates of heaven. This is an awesome place, and pretty much the same place is that Abraham's going up to offer his son because God was always going to offer Jesus, and I, I, Isaac was a type. And they're like, you know, uh, where's this? They're going up the mountain. They got wood. They got everything. Got the really sharp knife, Ding! you know, and they got the wood up there, it's like, Where's the sacrifice? <laughs> God will provide. And what happens is that Abraham was just about to make that sacrifice, and then an angel comes out from heaven and says, Don't! And you could see a, a, a ram caught in a thicket, like, like this. And in we get Jehovah Jireh, the Lord our provider. Let me just say this this is what Rachel got. She goes, We forget that they got their provision the top of a mountain. See, we get stuck in valleys and God says, praise your way out. I'll walk with you, I'll go through the valley, of shadow of death, even with you. But if you praise me, you'll enter my gates with thanksgiving, my courts of praise. You start to realise is ascension isn't cutesy, hyperbolic, uh, uh, um, you know, sort of like exotic niche teaching, for, no. We have to live ascended lifestyles. We have to live ascended lifestyles. And it affects everything. But provision is at the top of the mountain. And and, and so we're gonna go, oh. And then Maddie had an encounter, she shared on it a while ago, Obadiah 1.17. And it talks about the mountain of the Lord. And it says in Zion, people, they said there will be deliverance, holiness, and people will possess their possessions. That's in Zion. So everything is ascending. So we go I need it, I need it and we said we have no knowledge or wisdom and the Lord says hey you're really freaked out about your need so much that the anxiety around the provision is choking out everything. What you've got to learn to do is deal with the anxiety by praising Me. When you praise Me you ascend and when you ascend you come to a place where believing is like it's just is what it is. You get to hang out. So, so God says I want you and we say, well, well, I want breakthrough first. It doesn't work that way. It says, be anxious for nothing. And so that's an incredible, We you think about it, you going, the provision was at the top of the mountain. And you go, oh my gosh, and that's where it is. And, and is, that, is that in Zion, there'll be deliverance, holiness, and people will possess their possessions. Okay, so so this is the thing. It's incredible, it's not just, we're, we're, you, you go, <laughs> It's just so mind blowing. So this is what I reckon we'll do. If we can put the pads on, we can in a second. Now, we're just going to ask. We're just going to ask the Lord to help us out because we're going to break some chains. We have to break some chains. All right. We have to break some chains. I've done. I've got all my announcements out the way, have I? Everything done? What? Huh? Offering? Oh, we didn't do that. Okay, we're gonna break some chains. Okay, so, <coughs> well, you know, you know, you know. So just look, look, uh, at the end of the service sheriff. just put the buckets at the front, and people can put their offering here, okay? I just, there's a flow going on. You, you get it, okay. Um, all right. Okay. This is what we're gonna do. We're gonna ask the Lord to help us, but you're, rather than getting hung up about, hung up about provision, You gotta gotta see that tonight's about killing that spirit of fear and anxiety. It's a spirit, it's a spirit, a spirit of fear. And yeah, well you you got, the brain gets rewired and you got your endorphins and your dopamines and your neurotransmitters and your pathways. I understand all of that. It's a spirit and you go, if I can, if I can just overcome this anxiety, wow, there's nothing stopping me, there's nothing. But that's the thing, it's not the, what's harder for God to give you 50 bucks or $5 million, it's actually like cattle on a thousand hills times a trillion. But it's the anxiety. Who's, who's, who knows this is for them tonight? Come on, okay. So what we're gonna do in a minute is this, is I'm gonna get you guys, whoever this is applicable to, you're gonna renounce, you're gonna renounce believing in evil report, renounce fear and feeding the fear. And what we're gonna do, as we can. I want us to offer up a shout of praise, but I, 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 I could see chains breaking. Okay, whether you want to do that without punching your neighbour in the head. Um, <coughs> so I'm like, yeah, you know. And then all of a sudden, someone's like, okay, now I've got to think about a hospital bill. <coughs> all right. So, Holy Ghost. And The other thing too is this: is that when people laugh, you go. Is that the Lord who cares? Because a merry heart makes good luck a medicine. That's a good luck a medicine. So sometimes like, I laugh at a lot of things. You got it. You got it. You, you, know, you have to. <laughs> That's true. And is it true today? Um, and what happens is that natural laughter can actually, you can just sort of fall into your drunkenness. So we're not going to do like that you know make laughing sounds. I'm not. That's what I'm not talking about. What I'm talking about is this: is that you know, okay, similar principle. The joy of the Lord. It's actually not your joy. It's His joy. So this is whatever is praiseworthy, noteworthy, you know, pure, and, and you know, etc. Think about, that. think on these things. Well, that's not the joy of the Lord. It's training wheels to get into it. And so is actually just being choosing to be. You know, I posted a meme once posted the meme once, Daryl found it. He says, I can't post this. I said, I'll post it. And there's a woman on a beach, just looking soulfully in the distance, and it said, things will happen for you today if you choose not to be a miserable cow. <laughs> I got like 300 likes, leaders from all over the world. Miserable cows everywhere got touched. <laughs> The point is, (laughs) it's true, it's true. Did anyone remember that one? Yeah, 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 yeah. (coughs) I've had a real anointing on it. Anyway, the point is this, is that the provision is actually already in the Lord and you're already in Him, but the anxiety is keeping people chained up. And this is what I've done. I I do more praising God and, and speaking the answer than I do praying. I don't pray much. I don't. I, I hang out. I know what it, I, I just. I understand things in the spirit a bit. I, I praise God. I speak the answer, Lord. You're good, and and that, that's that's it. Most that's most of my prayer life. That's really deep. No, it's powerful. It's simple, but you have got to train yourself. Praising God. Read the book of Psalms. Read what they said. Lord, you write on the clouds. You know, cherubim. Of, you know, like, amazing. And you're just like, this is crazy. And you start to praise Him, and the Lord's and the Holy Ghost is already in agreement with it because He wrote it. And then you start to. You you start to graft it into your inner world, Holy Ghost, Holy Ghost, Holy. Just close your eyes for a minute, Holy Spirit. Thank you, 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 Holy Spirit. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Wow. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Lord, I just thank you. Thank you, Lord. You want to deal with tonight miserable cow disease. It's true. It's true. Did you know that, that, that oh, my family in my bloodline is depression? And I've just like I've just praised myself out of it. I haven't taken any, I've never taken anything for that. Right? And it's is that possible? Is if you really want it? Any mental health gear, you can praise yourself out of it. I don't know why heaviness and stubbornness seem to go hand in hand. And I'm really struggling. So maybe praising God. Nah. There you go write it in five different languages and stick it to your forehead. It's true. Okay, well I just thank You today. You want to deliver people out of fear and anxiety and I thank You right now. We just say You are Jehovah Jireh. You are Jehovah Jireh. You are our provider in everything. We just thank You. Lord, I thank You says to Him who's able to abundantly and exceedingly give us above everything, above that we can ask or think. I thank You, Lord, that our imagination is just the beginning. It's the floor and not the ceiling. Lord, I thank You. I thank You, Lord. Now right now, I just right now, just by faith, we just pray over people here. Right now, that heavenly realm, that includes provision in every way. It could be raw money, it could be housing, it could be jobs, it could be life partners, it could be all sorts of things, Lord. I thank You right now. We just speak that in the atmosphere. We thank You for that light atmosphere of joy, that light atmosphere, Lord, That that, 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 that. there's no heaviness. Right now, we thank You in the Name of Jesus. We thank You in the Name of Jesus. We thank You in the Name of Jesus. Oh, this is what we're gonna do, praise God. All right, just just keep your eyes close. Um, now you can do communion whenever you want, but I'm not gonna build it into this because I just feel this is just, and then the, the offering buckets will be up here at the end and you do what you gotta do, all right. Um, Okay, all right, this is what we're gonna do. I'm gonna lead people in a prayer of renunciation. And, and, and when you do that, you're renouncing fear you're renouncing poverty, you're renouncing anxiety, all of those things, you're gonna renounce it. And you've got to see that that's your enemy. That's your, if that's your enemy, that's the thing, the major thing stopping it, right? And then what's gonna happen is this, is this, and because and we, we did this one of the uh, Sunday afternoon, I think, I heard the Lord say, get people to move. So what we're gonna do is I'm gonna lead people through a prayer and then, then what I'm gonna do is that when, if you've prayed that, and when you want to, you're gonna stand up and start praising God. You know, you're gonna feel a bit uncomfortable, that's brilliant, especially because you're white, right? And you of a Protestant extraction, but you're gonna start praising God. And I don't mean like, like you're not gonna be like whispering Jack. I want you to really praise God. Now, if Jared can do it, anyone can praise God loud, okay? Jared will Jared will help create the atmosphere if you feel self-conscious of your words, okay? He will. So so this is what we're gonna do. I'm gonna get people to, I'm gonna lead you in a prayer and then I'm gonna leave it up to you. Uh, and once we say Amen, we'll just get the pads to go up a bit. But this is this is the deal. The two things, when you stand up and start praising God, I want you to know, you're gonna see chains are breaking off of you. Chains are breaking. And it's not about, uh, 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 it's actually about anxiety. You actually break, you're actually dancing on the head of that little squishy, ugly devil, okay? When you're dancing, chains are breaking and you can see it's guts coming out under your feet, okay? Cause it says, the God of peace will swiftly crush Satan under your feet. That's what it says in Romans. You gotta see it like that. Don't treat him like a mate or something you tolerate. You gotta go, nut, nah. and it's anxiety. And you'll be shocked. Did you know that, I mean, I've lived in seasons where I've God's answered prayers I haven't prayed because I'm in the place of glory. It's ascension. All right, let's close our eyes. And when we say Amen, whenever you want to, just you just stand up and you start praising God. We just, it's, it's got to get people to move. Okay. Repeat this after me. Father, in Jesus' Name, I thank You. You are my provider. And You delight to meet all my needs according to Your riches and glory in Christ Jesus. Right now, I repent and renounce and divorce, believing and coming into agreement with an evil report. I repent, I renounce it, I believe Your words, And right now, I take authority over anxiety, depression, fear, and I thank You. As I ascend, I get what I believe. In Jesus' Name, I confess that You are good. The devil is under my feet. And as I praise God, as I put on the garment of praise, the spirit of heaviness is destroyed and chains are broken. In Jesus' Name, Amen. Put the pads up, put the pads up. Keep praising him. Just keep praising him. Something's moving over you. Just keep praising him. There's glory in here, just keep praising him. Some of you guys are drunk and you don't even know it yet. And what happens, this is how powerful praise is. It's actually the first thing you engage. The first thing you engage is praise. And He's the, he's the, he's the, he's the, he's the giver of the drink and He's the drink. So something powerful and, and you know, I, who, who, who feels at, like, okay, obviously there's a lot going on here. But who feels something shift over them personally, like personally, felt something shift. Many, 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 many people. Can you imagine cultivating that regularly? Regularly. Because it says, it's a commandment, be anxious for no thing. And the provisions in the in the realm of the Spirit and ascension. And we've seen it again and again and again. I, I don't get to, I'm not exempt from that, you know, we've, we've got to, I need to sell something this week, uh, personal, not here. And it's like, I just get to I get to choose to ascend so just uh, I mean, look be as completely drunk and off your of face as you need to be because it's you know that's the freedom in Christ just don't be crazy loud out in the streets um, just because there's neighbours and we're in a residential area you could probably be a bit louder in Moonta because we are going to be ringing a bell on Sunday we are we're going to get Hugh, Hugh, Quasimodo, not Hugh. Hugh's gonna he's gonna ring the outside bell, but we're gonna get Lawrence and Peggy to ring the Maylands bell on the inside. Seriously, and then we're gonna we'll eventually like get that get that put up. Um, so, brilliant, absolutely brilliant. Um, offering buckets are here when the service closes. Some of you guys came to sow. Fair enough. Um, all right, brilliant. So we'll see you guys on the weekend. Have a great week, and just st- stay in this. Just cultivate it in Jesus' name. How good is God? Amen.